This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, so today we're coming up to Purim, and we have um, many different halachot to speak about. But today I want to focus on one interesting aspect of, uh, of Hilchot Purim, as well as speaking about a very interesting minhag that there was in certain communities in Morocco that women would be more... Um, women would be more lenient on listening to the Megillah during the day. And although nowadays we strongly encourage that women make sure to listen to the Megillah at night and the day, not encourage, but actually that is the halacha. Nevertheless, it's interesting to note where that minhag evolved from and uh, nowadays should we adopt a more stringent view on this. But before we do that, let's discuss in general what is the obligation of women to listening to the Mikra Megillah. We know that women are not obligated in all the mitzvot. Women are not obligated in mitzvot asish asman grama, which is mitzvot that are time-bound. So why should Megillah be different? So the Mishnah says in Masechet Megillah Dafyutet, Hakol Shrim Mikriyat Megillah, Chutz Mechele Shotei So everybody is obligated in Mikra Megillah. Mentions that means with ladies as well. Hakol Shirim would be ladies as well. That's what the Gemara in Masechet Erechin Dav Bet Amud Bet Hakol Chayavim Mikra Megillah Hakol Shirim Nikrot Megillah Leatuyema. What's coming that? What's that coming to include? My Leatuya. It's coming to include Rav Yoshua Ben Levi. The Amar Rav Yoshua Ben Levi Nashim Chayavot BeMikra Megillah SheEfen Aven Ayu BeOto Anes. The women are obligated to. Uh, in Mikra Megillah, because they were also included in the miracle. We find that this statement of Yeshua ben Levi said also to obligate women in in the Megillah and in in and in the Haggadah as well. Even though it's they were also involved in the miracle. We'll see why it's so important to know that that was the reason. Because no, 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 yeah, but it wasn't wasn't integral. Was integral part of the miracle over here. Was was the the nest came through instead, and uh, the nest came through instead. So Now the question is like this: the question is the following: if they are obligated does that mean that they have the exact same obligation to hear the Megillah as men, or is it a lighter obligation? So if you look at most Rishonim, they don't make a distinction. They say that men are obligated to Mikra Megillah, women are obligated to Mikra Megillah, the same thing. It's the same obligation. Which would mean that women could exempt men from Mikra Megillah. If a man doesn't know how to read the Megillah and a woman does, which could be very common nowadays. We have very educated women nowadays. And a woman would be able to uh, read the Megillah for men. So... That's that's a discussion we could we could have uh, maybe you know she's just some say that just reading the uh, the trap the the nigun the te'amim that's not really called a song right because we see that women would be able to read the Torah for men if it wasn't the problem of kavod atzibur so we see that that's not so much of the issue over here uh, it's it's more of a bland it's not really a song it's more of a bland reading so the question is the following. The Rabbeinu Asher, the Rosh in Masechet Megillah said, brings the opinion of the Bal Hilchok Gedolot, one of the Rishonim. And he says like this, O Bal Hilchok Gedolot Pasok, Pasak Shanashim Enan Chayavot, Ela Bishmi'a, Aval Kriya Ena Motsiya Nashim Yedeh Chovatam Shikriya Megillah, Ad Shishmum Pia Nashim Shibuchavim Bikriya. Says, even though women are obligated to hear the Megillah, 
They're only obligated in the Shemiah, in listening in the Megillah, but not in the Kriya, not in reading the Megillah. And therefore, since men are obligated in Kriyata Megillah, women cannot exempt men. That is, that is what the Bahag writes. Now, that is what the Bahag writes. Now, let's focus. Even though most Rishonim don't follow this opinion of the Bahag, what does that mean? Women are chayav in the Shmi'ah, but not in the Kriya. What's this distinction between Shmi'ata Megillah and Kriyata Megillah? So all of the Acharonim ha- had a, ha- have a very, if their deficit would be a problem, have a very fun time with this, uh, with, with this, uh, with this Bahag. And I'll mention to you uh, a few different approaches that the Acharonim say. There's the, the Marcheshet, Marcheshet was one of the great Geonim in Europe, and he writes in Siman Chavbet the following. He writes that there are two aspects in Mikra Megillah. There are two components that you try to fulfill when you read the Mikra Megillah. There the, there's the aspect of reading the Megillah to wipe out Zera Amalek. Yeah, because you have a Chiyuv of Zachor, and, and Haman was from Mizera Amalek. And when we read the Megillah, we are really uh, remembering how we eradicated Amalek. So he wants to, to suggest that the Bahag understood that there's a chiyuv of zikhirat Amalek, and then there's also the halacha of being mefarsim nenes, of publicizing the miracle. So there's really two aspects. There's the eradicating Amalek and, and publicizing the miracle. Now women, according to many Rishonim, are not obligated... <laughs> in wiping out Amalek. So this week's parasha is Zachor. Many poskim say that women are not obligated in Zachor. They come to synagogue anyways if they don't, if they don't but that's rather new minhag. Throughout the generations, wouldn't, women wouldn't be obligated in Amalek up to a point that I heard from my Rebbe that his uh, father-in-law, Rebbe Yashiv, understood uh, was posseg, that you can't take out a, a Sefer Torah especially for women to hear Amalek. That's not enough of a purpose. You know, you can't take out a Sefer Torah just like that and that women to hear Amalek, they can come to synagogue and hear it, but to take out a Sefer Torah especially for them, you shouldn't. Nowadays, people are lenient on that, but I'm just trying to bring up a point at, uh, up to where, uh, uh, up to what, but what degree do we say that women are obligated in Amal, in in Amalek? And and really, the halacha is that they're not obligated in in zikirat Amalek. So says the Marcheshet, women are not obligated in zikirat Amalek, but they're chayav to publicize the miracle. Publicizing the miracle, you can just do by hearing. You don't. It's not. It's not a mitzvah of kriya. Kriya is zikirat Amalek. You have to read from the parasha, and that women are not obligated in. So therefore, men are obligated in kriyat Megillah because they also have the aspect. Besides the aspect of publicizing the miracle, they also have the aspect of Kriyata Megillah. But women are only obligated in Shmiyat, in listening to the Megillah. So far, so good. That's the Marek Hashem. That's why he says, the Bahag says, you're only obligated to listen. Women are only obligated to listen because they only have to fulfill the second component, which is Pirsumanes, which is publicizing the miracle. Uh, the stipler in Kilot Yaakov says similar, but he says, he says another component. He listening, says, listening is not considered secure somewhere. So he says, no, in order to fulfill properly the mitzvah of Zechira, you have to have a chiyuv kriya. You could listen to somebody else read, but you're not chayiv in the kriya that you listen through somebody else. You're chayiv in the shmiya. So then the, the stipler writes like this in Masechet Megillah, Siman Bet. He writes slightly different approach. He says also there's two components. But the first component, he doesn't say is based on the mitzvah of Zechilat uh, Amalek. He says, based on the Gemara in Masechet Megillah, that says that on Purim, when you read the Megillah, you fulfill the halacha of Dorshin halachot beoto ayom. You have to speak Torah about 
that holiday. Every holiday you have to speak about, you have 30 days before and to speak about that holiday. And on Purim, you fulfill that on Purim itself by speaking about the Megillah. It's a mitzvah, that means the Megillah is a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Women are exempted Talmud Torah. So he says there's two halachot when you listen to Megillah. There's the mitzvah of Kriyat, of, of, of Talmud Torah, and there's the mitzvah of Pirsum Anes. So once again, women have the obligation, women, women have the obligation of, of, pirsu, of Pirsumanes. But they, but that they could hear. That, that they, that they, that they could hear. Nevertheless, they don't have that obligation of Mikram, of, 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 of Talmud Torah, because women are patron Talmud Torah, so they only have a to hear the mirror, to hear the Ness. Then he says it could be also that in Mikra Megillah we fulfill the aspect of Hallel when you read the Megillah. Kriyata Zehululta. Maybe women are patur in ha- the Hallel part, but not in Kipir Sumanes. So we said a couple of different approaches to this. I'll say one last approach is the briskara of Bradan and Sefer Kutrasa Megillah, who he says the obligation of Afhenayut Bioto Anes is not an ironclad obligation like. like uh, like uh, um, like men have. Men have the obligation because they were mitaken a mitzvah de rabbanan of listening to the Megillah. Listen to the Megillah. And that's a time-bound obligation. Women are exempt from time-bound obligation. So you want to obligate them because of because Okay, that makes them chayav in just listening, says the Bahag. Not so much as making it as part of the mitzvah. So we mentioned, if you've noticed, we mentioned four different approaches. The first approach, why women are, uh, in, in explaining the Bahag. The first approach of women are only chayav in shmi'ah is because they're not, they're patur from mechiyat malek. Another approach is they're patur from talmud Torah. Another approach is because they're patur from halel. Another approach is avinayubotanes is a lighter obligation that you only have to hear through shmi'ah. Now, what would be the halacha? What would be the ramifications in halacha? Women also come to hear the Megillah. But the Ramah says like this. The Ramah in Siman Taf Resh Petet Seif Bet says, V'yeshomrim, and some say, Shanashim ena motzim et anashim. Women cannot, ex- the Shulchan Aruch writes this, that women cannot exempt men from their obligation. This is the opinion of the Bahag. And Rabbi Baruch Toledano writes in his Kitsur Shulchan Aruch, based on the Kafachaim, that up to a point that if a man doesn't have anybody to read the Megillah for him besides a woman, so he could listen to the woman read the Megillah, but afterwards, if he has an opportunity to hear it from a man, he should hear it over again. To fulfill the opinion of the Bahag that a woman cannot exempt a man from Kirata Megillah. But a woman could exempt another woman from Mikra Megillah. So let's say there's only two women around, so a woman could exempt another woman. Nevertheless, and this is going to be a very important point for you here nowadays that people started these women's minyanim for listening to the Megillah. So it's against the halacha because the Shari Tzion writes over here in Sifkatan Tedvav based on the Korban Netanel and the, the Poskim Rabbi Baruch Toledano also brings us and others. Nashim rabot en ha'isha motzim dezila behu milta. One lady to exempt many other ladies in Kriyata Megillah is not allowed because it is it is not it is not proper for a woman to take such a public stance like that in front of other women uh, to read the Megillah in such a way zila beumilta it's not it's not her it's not uh, befitting her kavod 
she has more uh, more of a respectable kavod in that way. She doesn't take those types of public positions. And that's why uh, you're going to tell me in other public positions they do take nowadays, different subject, not discussing that now. But that's what the, that's what the Sharatzion and, and the Puskim bring. That why why uh, that that a woman shouldn't be motzi nashim rabot. How much is rabot? I'm not sure, but uh, it's, uh, for sure ten. <laughs> but less than that, I don't know. Um, now, the Rama writes like this: What's the ramification if a woman can't be motzi a man? So he brings from the Mordechai, which is based on the Bahag. V'yeshomrim. Some say, ima isha kora leatzma mevarechet lishmoa megila sheena chayevet bekriya. If a woman reads the megila. She should make a bracha lishmoa. In other words, we don't make that bracha. We write, we say the bracha, mikra megillah, right? By a woman, she says lishmoa megillah. Why? Because it's based on the back. So it's a different nusach even. So it's a different nusach. So this is actually fascinating up to a point that, that, that it will make certain, uh, a, a certain nafkaminot. For example, let me, let me mention to you. Um... As I mentioned, there was a minhag in Morocco, particularly, that women would be more lenient in not listening to the Megillah during the day. Now, this is one of the few minhagim that when I write in my book, Magenavot, I, 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 I couldn't find a good answer for this. I couldn't find a good yeshuv. And up to a point that I write, there, that was the minhag, and I write on the bottom, Tzarechiyun. It's difficult to understand. There's a sefer, Yalkut Yosef, that came out, and he... Um, on, on Mikra Megillah, the Yalkut Yosef, the, that, uh, from Rav Yitzchak Yosef Shlita. And he writes, I don't understand how the Magen Avot writes this halacha, that, that women didn't listen to the Megillah during the day, it's against halacha, and, uh, and, and he shouldn't have written it. So my answer to that is, that I write also that I don't understand it. But this was, Minhag was based on very uh, great people. Rav Yichayim Misas, I actually visited it, his kever a few months ago, in the city of Meknes. Rav Chaim Misas, was the rabbi of Rabbi Baruch Toledano. He writes in Leket HaKemach, Siman Kufnuzayin, that this was the Minhag, and he got it already from Rabbi Yaakov Berdugo. These were, were great Rabbanim, Rabbi David Mesas, brought down in the Mayim Chaim Siman Shin, all wrote this Minhag. And it seems to be that it evolved because women were very busy during the day, and they were, patur mina, they were being osek mina mitzvah, patur mina mitzvah. And I get into a whole discussion. It could be that according to some poskim, the Kriya of the night was the main, not the Kriya of the day, but that wouldn't make so much of a difference because at the end of the day, you're still, she's still chayiv in the day Megillah. So that's why I left off Tzarich Iyun. I'm just thinking that it could be that they also relied on the opinion of the Bahag. How do I know that they followed the opinion of the Bahag? The opinion of the Bahag is written in Vayomer Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Walid, whose yurtzeit is this Shabbat, Likute Dinim Purim Odvav. He writes that when a woman makes the bracha, she makes the bracha Lishmoa Megillah, like the Ramah. So it seems to be they were Choshesh, like the Shita of the Bahag. So since they were Choshesh, Shita of the Bahag, it, it's not as much of an obligation as a men's obligation, right? We said that according to the Bahag, there's not two components in the Megillah, there's only one. So it could be because it was a lesser obligation and they were very busy during the day, they relied on it. Which leads that nowadays, Baruch Hashem, women have things more organized and, they, and, and, and they're, they're able to get things together. And if the whole tour is because they were busy. Nowadays, really, you know, if especially women who work all day, so they find time to do that. So on Purim also, even though they're busy, they should find time to go hear Mikra Megillah. So it's strong. So, so even though there was such a minhag in those days, but definitely nowadays, women should listen to the Megillah at night and during the day.
Now, what, what, what bracha should they make? So, the Ramah says to make a bracha lishmoa megillah, and that is the, and that is, that is how Vayom Yitzchak writes. Nevertheless, the Shirutu Chivot Leitzchak Reach writes that a woman should make a bracha for a lady, al mikra megillah. And there are different minhagim, and there are different minhagim. So really, <coughs> If a woman wants to make the bracha, let's say her husband is reading for her at home, she can make she makes the bracha lishmoa megillah. If the man wants to make a bracha for al mikra megillah, he has what to rely on. Uh, he, he has what to rely on as well. Now, one final halacha, and this I'll end off with, is that there are some women, the benish chai brings that they wouldn't make uh, they wouldn't make a, a bracha. The the woman wouldn't make a, a, a bracha. Why wouldn't they make a bracha? Because it seems to be from the different sources that bring this minhag down that they is because even though women are obligated, but it'd be very hard for them to concentrate. Imagine women didn't go to to go to to go to Beit Yaakov in those days. They weren't. They, a lot of them didn't know how to read, so they said, "Yes, yes, I'm listening." They're going to listen to the whole Megillah. They're going to space out in the middle. They're going to miss some words. They're not. If you, you have to hear every single word. Very hard to do that. So women wouldn't make a bracha. Which, again, if that's the case, even though the Sefer Yafile Lev, which is uh, Rav Palaji writes, that women wouldn't make a bracha, and so do the Benish Chayin Parashat Tzavei Otalev says that women, 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 women make a bracha. But that's based on the reason that that it's. Um, that they wouldn't know, but if nowadays they they know what they're doing, definitely that should be the proper approach that a woman should should make the bracha. I believe that Rav Ovadia Yosef and Chazan Ovadia on Ilchok Purim says this as well, and and therefore uh, the halacha is is that even though they don't make a bracha at the end of the Megillah because that was only nitkan for when they hear it in a minyan, and if they hear it in a minyan, that's a different question. But if they're saying it on their own, they make the bracha, the first bracha of Lishmoa. Megillah, so that's the, that's the uh, bottom line, that when a woman wants to hear a Megillah from her husband, she has two options, or to make a bracha lishmua Megillah, or her husband can say for her the bracha of Al-Mikra Megillah, and, when she, and, 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 and she should actually say the bracha if she knows that she's going to follow the whole thing, that should be the proper minag, and they should listen to the Megillah at night and during the day. Chazak Ubaruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.